Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loma Nail, and remember, no droids allowed. Start the show. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going, everybody? Well, welcome back to the Cantina. It is a Friday, hopefully. Yeah, it should be. Uh, I, I only have two two hours left of that mo- movie to watch, Breaking Fourth Wall, all talking about pre-recordings. But uh, welcome to the show. I am Kyle, and joined, as always, by... Come. And it's... Great to talk about something besides <laughs> what what's on HB, HBO, HBO Max, Max as we speak. Uh, uh, yeah, but given that, yeah, breaking the fourth wall again, we're recording this on a Thursday and, you know, everybody's just watched it. I think it's to be expected that you yeah. know, we're all talked out, you know, online about that one today. So Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, there was some cool-ish... Star Star Wars stuff to come up this week that I that I think opens up an interesting discussion, uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, um, more in, intriguing uh, um, coded me- messages about about some uh, Star Wars casting. Um, mm. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, what's the 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 fir- first story uh i i kind of got at was um this n- non-canon star wars mm. uh c- content coming to coming disney plus yeah yeah uh ewoks uh adventures um uh yeah, so the, the the two ewoks movies caravan of courage battle of endor um yep. which have very loosely connected by the Ewoks, but nothing else. Um, We've got the two seasons of the Ewoks animated series, which kind of does have a little bit of a place in my nostalgic heart at some point, but, you know, uh, at the end of the day, it's it's not really relevant anymore. No. And also, you know, it's interesting because, you know, as strange as it wasn't already on there, as the Gennady Tarkovsky uh, Clone Wars stuff the that Clone was before Wars. Filoni exactly. got involved in Clone Wars. And it wasn't I think... bad, that, you know, it was, I mean, there wasn't much to it. It was very stylized. It was all visual. Uh-huh. We're not a lot of, you know, it was like very much an animation project, you know, very, you know, stylized and, you know, silent, you know, almost, you know, and, and it was all done by the movements and everyone. I actually quite liked it. Um, but that was watching it back in the day around about when it, you know, came out and, and, and the way I was, I suppose, about Star Wars back then. Uh, and what else? Oh, yeah. And the, was it the Tale of the Wookiee or something? Uh, which was a, 
a kind of animated shot which appeared on the infamous Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. Um, is also coming on as well. And uh, it's April... Oh, the date's escaped me now. I think it's April 6th, I think, that they, they come on um, to Disney+. Plus. And what we've heard is that they're going to be um, marketed as sort of... What's the word that was used? Um, something like... Legacy? Extent- yeah, something like that, or extended, you know, Star Wars or something like that. They're going to be in a separate section from the kind of main Star Wars canon content. But it's anyway. not Legends. It's not the no. same word uh, no. for the old e- EU, which some some EU purists actually consider the Ewoks uh, canon because what goes on on their planet and their adventures really doesn't affect the, the galaxy t- too much. So in in some people's mind, even that is part of, of you know, the old, old EU. Um, I never considered it anything. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even, uh, by, by the time I d- discovered those, because, you know, um, uh, born in 85, you know, j- uh, January and, and, um, see Star Wars at about four four years old for the first time. But mm. uh you know, I I don't get to those those Ewoks move Ewok movies until I'm like eight nine nine and and but by then I've already had a, you know years of Star Wars. So I never really yeah. got got into them t- too much because I was already into the more gr- grown up Star Wars, you know? Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, the first one came out in, what was in 1984, so, you know, I was like a year after Return of the Jedi, so mm-hmm. you've got to remember what kind of mind frame you'd be in as a fan at that oh, point, yeah. you know, we've just oh, we've just did Star it. Wars The Jedi, I imagine that now and then they'd say there's a new Star Wars film coming out, but Star Wars isn't on it anywhere, which confuses you right away, mm-hmm. but it's got Ewoks in it, so it must be Star Wars, right? And I remember, you know, hounding my dad to take me to the cinema to, to see it. And being, and I remember even as a young lad in 1984, so I was, what, six or seven then, right? Mm-hmm. Or it might have been 1985, actually. But um, either way, I was six or seven years old when I saw it. And I remember even at that point being absolutely disappointed with how <laughs> nothing like Star Wars this movie was. Even... Like the the human actors and everything that went on with them, I, I'm sitting looking at that as a as a young lad, going, that that's not right. That doesn't fit with the rest of Star Wars, you know. Yeah. And and I think what people were hoping is that young kids like that just wouldn't know the difference. And you know, that's just not Star Wars fans, is it? You know, there might have been some kids out there that did that, but right away as a kid, I was like, nah, that that doesn't fit with the rest of Star Wars. And you know, that's that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the interesting thing is, like like we said, is is it's not going under um, the 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 legends. Uh, um, I'm trying to find a Google it and I can't find legends umbre- umbrella. And I I wonder I wonder what that what that me means um, because is it something as as simple as well we are dumbasses at disney we don't don't plan a plan ahead and marvel is already calling their non-mcu stuff marvel legends Mm -hmm. 
and we don't want to be the same same but that makes no sense because because the legends branding is a is a positive thing for eu fans like i said you've got eu purists like they they hate disney star wars right and i mean yeah i mean and, we, we were talking about this i mean you've got that whole group called the tfm the fandom menace who are just completely anti anything you know mm-hmm. they say that it's fan fiction and that you know and in some ways i would agree with them but in, in other ways i wouldn't um and um <laughs> And they just anything that Disney touches, you know, they're just kind of basically committed to saying we're gonna, we're not, we don't want this. This isn't our Star Wars. It mm. doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, there's the an fact that Mandalorian both, was good doesn't really matter to them because it, excuse me, because it still moved on from Lucas, and at that yep. point they just don't consider it anymore. Exactly. So, as we talked about last week, there's all types of Star Wars fans out there, you know, as a gradient, you know, that, and that's just one of the, I think. And different to some of the other extreme groups, actually, but they're just like this group that's in their own corner. But they seem to also mesh quite a lot with the sort of. I don't know. This is getting political, but what's deemed the kind of right corner of the of, yeah, of the Star Wars universe uh, as well. But I, think, I, I never I think... felt that was a good analogy for what that really was. You know, I think that's trying to politicize something which. Yeah, I there's think politics pe- I in think it because there's are... politics in everything. But I think there was more fan politics than than real world politics in, in yeah. some ways. And um, that's par- part of part of the the issue issue uh, of D- Disney and what they've done with with Star Wars uh, since getting it. You know um, what uh, what a lot of people might not not know some of the more more casual fan fans younger younger fans maybe maybe even people that weren't big EU fans maybe you read a book or two but there were there there was a uh um one book of a new trilogy ready for print and cover every everything uh and the rest of that trilogy um being being worked on and 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 finished who, and who plan, plans going forward and disney just they they gave it the the axe it really really shocked a lot of people because for tw- 20 plus years the you know the only star wars uh uh sequel stuff you had um not you know, Clone Wars era stuff, prequel era stuff. Only sequel stuff you you had was was the E EU, and then yeah, and I mean um, they did make a big marketing thing about it before even the prequels mm-hmm. came out, of saying that like, this was all official and everything was approved by George Lucas and the story team and all that sort of stuff. And and writers would say certain things they wanted to do they weren't allowed to do. So there was mm-hmm. a semblance of of you know organization to this, even at the point that I think Lucas was. To be fair, very detached from it, and other people doing oh, that yeah, for them, yeah. for him. I mean, but there at the same a... time, there were things that happened in the EU that George Lucas took himself for the prequels. The name Coruscant being the city planet and the main planet yes. of the—that's not a George Lucas invention but, at all. Uh, you know, uh, 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 Tim was, was it Zan? Yeah. Yeah, um, and the whole idea of this, that there was a central planet and it was just one big city, I mean, that was totally mm-hmm. his idea, and Lucas 
you know, I'm not going to say stole it, but it was a great idea and you should, you know, it was the kind of thing you say, yes, that's great and we're going to use that, you know, thanks for for coming up with that, here's some money. Not only um, that, Cam, but got to think about about this. The 97 special edition is the first time we get an EU Easter egg (laughs) with the added celebration scene at the end uh on coruscant one somebody yells uh, somebody in the crowd yells out coruscant and and um, oh yeah but it wasn't quite what we see now in it where no. they added in some of the architecture not 100 you know the prequels just the fact that it's but the idea uh, that it was and yeah. it's there and th- that yeah he knew he was going to be using it in the in the prequels yeah. and yeah uh, so it's, it's like, here, here, here's the, here's the question. Like I said, said is Disney, Disney know, knows that, um, there's, there's people like you, you and I that are, that are like, okay, he, this, this stuff you guys are doing works. This stuff over here you guys are doing doesn't work. So we'll consume this and, and we won't consume that T- to me. It looks like, like. At first, it, it almost almost felt like Disney kind of wanted to push some of us away if we weren't w- willing to consume all of it, or if we weren't willing to consume mostly the new stuff and and less of the old. They didn't ca- care as much, but they they realized that that wasn't working. And, and I'm wondering if this this is if this is the beginning of like an uh, an olive branch, you know, bringing in some non-canon George Lucas era mm. um S- Star Wars re- related co- content and and uh you know g- giving it t- to the to the fans to to consume if if they please what do you, what do you think I mean right this this is my thought so I think we're looking at two very different mediums here so I think this makes total sense to me, despite the fact that all of these things we've talked about aren't canon and they're not really that good either, right? No, they're But ter- it doesn't terrible. matter because, you know, Disney's trying to build a library and this and is nostalgia. movies that they own that's just sitting in their library. Why not just get it on there? It doesn't make any sense yeah, not to put it too. on there as long as they don't confuse the branding. But the print side of things is is a different fish because I just don't think Disney are particularly that interested other than releasing novels which attempt to fix some of the plot holes and the stuff that they've done already. That's all they've, they've really is... done so far. I mean, we've talked about the four of the books that they have produced mm. have been... I think that's starting to, to improve slightly now. Um, and certainly the High Republic, despite the fact that we're not too into what we hear about it, at least it is pushing in its its own direction in some way, but I think but is, is, it would is it be good, or is it in, is it in, is it instead working? It's it's doing what Filoni does. It's working the the story it wants to tell in into the existing thing. So that's how they you know go come up with um having ha- having Yoda be a you know, be the uh, kind of silent an- an- antagonist, the unknown, unknowing an- antagonist, if if you will. I mean, 
whatever. Or... I just, I, I think what they should do, and I don't think they will do this because, you know, I think there's potentially some legal stuff there that we don't know about as well. And I know that there's there's some, there's writers that have written Star Wars stuff that really aren't happy with Disney at the moment because basically their payment stopped and stuff like that. So there's a lot of stuff going on in that realm as well. Um, you know, so basically it was like Disney basically took over for Lucasfilm and it was Lucasfilm offered to pay these people rights and then they said, well, that was a deal with Lucasfilm. We, we, we're reneging on that now. Yeah. So that would cause them problems. But actually in an ideal world, what they should have did, did is play nice and allow writers to do that if they want because it's a completely different medium and the people that are... Fa- you know, people can have basically two different mediums going on and handle that especially if one Comics, of them a book only and it's, and it's marked as legends do you know what I mean it's always yeah. clearly marked and, they, and you can even put a little bit on the blurb of every book to say this is not canon the current Star Wars but follows the old you know the old legend stories yeah. before the prequels came out uh, enjoy you know that kind of thing I just don't see why what's the point in not doing it but I think at, at the moment point, it's exactly. all about guarding the brand I think it will come eventually, Kyle. I think there will be I a time now, in the future when they, when they chill out. But I think it's all been about let's protect that brand and, and try and focus it all into one cohesive unit at the moment, which, it, you know, them taking it over plan, and wanting maybe. to push on, <laughs> that's what... And had, they had to get rid of all that if they wanted to push on in a different direction. So it was a kind mm. of a necessity for them at the time because if they had just filmed those books... They had to pay those writers an oh, absolute God. fortune for that. <laughs> so they just, you know, financially they couldn't do yeah. that. Um, they had to go their own way. And and in some ways, as I've said to you as well, I think the EU painted itself into a corner in certain respects um, and ran out of steam for me. Um, at one point anyway, it's everything just, the power creep kit, you know, it was like everybody was just trying to outdo the, the person oh, previous to them. Once, once the and some characters had up. so much plot <laughs> armour, <clears throat> you know, that it was, it was, it was unbelievable. Um, yeah. And, you know, anyway, anyway, um, I don't the... know. It'll be interesting to see, but all, all we can say at the moment is it, it, it does make sense you know, Disney Plus isn't getting to do with books and it never will do because they're completely nope. different mediums. But, you know, there is opportunity there for Disney to make money out exactly. of this content. That's what they have to, to realise. This is my. But they have to is... be careful that people don't just start saying, this is the real, you know, and really and use it to rebel against what they're actually doing because that could be risky as well. And I think they have to have enough. Enough there to invest people on their own side first before they make any steps towards something like that. I don't think they're quite confident but enough yet. Let me let me ask let me ask the this okay if let's let's because this is what I would propose. Hose, if I'm over there at at the the publishing side of things, I'm like, was it Christy? I think it was Christy Goldie that was was writing sort of the Jedi was. Was it? Let me let me do, double check. Sword Jedi. Um, it was going to be. Um, no, there we go. 
it was yeah, Christy Goldie, uh, Golden. Why do I always say Goldie, Christy Goldie? Trying to fucking rhyme, rhyme her name. Sorry, Miss Golden, Christy Golden. Blech. Uh, her 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 sort of the J- Jedi tr- trilogy. You know, one book was was finished. We know the others were 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 worked on, uh, be, being finished. Uh, go ahead and digital only. Um you know, oh, to, to the Kindle or app or, or so, so try, do, do a, a one time, time limited targeted release. There's also of- another part of that though, because she is not going to write the other two parts unless, you know, there's money to be made at it. So it well, might yeah, be that yeah. that's just something she did. So what's the point of releasing the first in a trilogy no. if she's got no intention of no, 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 no. I'm saying make make the deal with her that yes, we're going to to release this. You know, we'll we're going to release it. People will be able to buy it. I'm just saying that it you're you're you you don't have to give this the type of rollout that they gave the High Republic. You you know they had web web no, uh no. webinar no. stuff. They had they had a big uh uh di- digital. Pr- press release uh uh for it and and but you don't listen, have to do right that now, is what I'm right saying. now when they're pushing the higher republic though right let's say they did that in six months and they're still trying to push the high republic and it outsells the high republic exactly you wouldn't believe that's embarrassing for disney that's not necessarily a great move okay do you know what i mean because it could be seen as a rebellion cam purchase cam, it what what is we I fuck I now I have, have to bring it up. We we all got to, we are all all uh witnessing uh uh what happens when um a company listens to who uh its fans. They they consume that that product. It's kind of like it's kind of like this. Let me let me let me put it put it to you this way. You have two comic books. Comic book A and comic book B, okay? Now, comic book A, excuse me, you have three of them, A, B, and C. C. Now, comic book A is selling 80,000 80, a month. Comic book B is selling 78,000 a month. And comic book C is selling 30,000 a month. You have to make cuts to your company due to you know rising costs, slumping sales, uh, rising in ink cartridges, whatever. What book do you, do you cut to save money? I I think that's too simple a question. I mean, it, I'm no, no one's going to exa- say it's exactly what business it's, it's is. Not, I know, but it's it, you know the the Star Wars brand as a whole is worth more like. That's all right for comics, but what if there's a ton of movies that are doing well that it's going by the lowest selling one, and you're completely invested in that franchise? You've got you've got a whole thing connected to it moving along, and you know, therefore, you kind of want to just say to people, write better stories for this, please, so that our numbers go up. But we really sure have to let go sure, of the higher series because doing that. And and additionally, well, what they did Cam, is they let, last... they let go of the the more popular 
books, if you like. But then I, I don't know how well Star Wars books were selling at the point they stopped them anyway. I think when the prequels come out, that dried up a lot of the Star Wars yeah. book sales. Uh, um, well, um, uh, no, uh, the no? um, the old uh, the old Republic stuff, like the the post PT, uh, uh, EU, um stuff that did well well was old old republic stuff not not the uh prequel era stuff uh the prequel era and then the sequel stuff really did t- take a hit um and especially after the vong invasion like you said power creep but the 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 you know the Darth Bane the the stuff that came out of the the MMOs and 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 whatnot not the those mm. were uh, big big uh, sellers and very popular. But this this is this is this is the the thing about it though though everyone that that wants to consume the the High Republic is consuming it right right now. So there's. There's there's no EU person that would would have rather consumed the High Republic given the option because yeah, right now may, they have it. There might be a lot of people though, that are reading things about the High Republic and going, "Nah, that's not for me." Because because remember before it came out, we were saying, "Oh, I'll probably get an audiobook, try it just to kind of catch up with what's going on in that era." And you never know; it might be good. But my thoughts were always. And you agreed that, you know, it probably won't be good because they're aiming it at young adults, kids' books and stuff like that. And we thought that was a bad idea, but we, you know, we'd maybe check t- it out. Timeline but was since the we've worst, heard worst idea. more about it, you know, it just, it's lost all interest for me. So I'm not exactly. going to take it. If, if they started bringing out some adult books set in the kind of... They do, um, they do. They have two, two or three were, of them out But now. what I mean is ones that were getting really well reviewed, taking the story in an interesting direction, and people were going, do you know what? Read this, this is really good. You know what I mean? You and I might go, all right, I'm hearing a lot of buzz about this. I'm going to try this trilogy by, do you know what I mean? Because you, can, you don't necessarily have that. to have jumped into the that. story in the past. But that's what I would do as a, as a businessman. If, if the books, the High Republic books are shit, right? Then I go to all the writers and I say, you failed, fuck off. And I get better writers, and it's as simple as that. You know, it's okay, a job. If you're you not gotta, doing it, you get fired, then, and you, then you move on. Be, because I I know why why you said I was in comic. My comic book thing was was too too simple. In my example, uh, let's say A was Spider Man, B was uh, uh, Uncanny X Men, and uh, C was um, uh, 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 Miss Miss Marvel, which does undersell some books that ha- have been canceled, yet it was kept on. Uh, uh, that's why you you said my my ABC mm. example was too simple, whole. But I said it was you know in business that's what it's supposed to be, just A A B B and C. Because you just brought up a a point. You would go to that writers' room and be like, you guys all wrote crap. And you li- listened to your boyfriend make a stone stoner joke and actually created a, a stone character. You're all all fired. But but Cam, to take a look at the the picture of the the High Republic writers' room. If you did that 
as a business, you would then have a lot of b- bad PR as well. Well, no, so, so I, you just base it purely on sales. You know what I mean? I think I think it's purely wrong. on sales uh, with the EU. You, you know, come, you just back and sales boom. Be there. No, it wasn't good enough. Fans didn't appreciate it. You move on. I don't care if you're an alien. You're a half-blind dog, there, there you're a go. man or a woman or anything. Exactly. But you, if you're a writer working for me and I want you to write good stories and you write shit stories, then it's my job as your boss to say I'm not happy with this. I've decided yep. to move on in a different direction. Yep. And and anywho, anywho and with all of this with from, fans from walks ha- having that <laughs> same uh, um, ability with 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 their wallet have uh, have already basically spoken so to me either either uh uh br- bring it back and call it legends it's its own 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 thing and it'll continue on or just the sort of the Je- jedi uh uh trilogy because of where it was at and yes christy golden should get get uh 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 paid, uh, paid. let it come come out you guys are letting this other Non non canon stuff come out. Let that c- come out. Reach out to the e e u u fans in in some way, and at least say, uh, we to the a- authors, to the old authors, we want better stories. How did you guys do it back back in the day? Because so far, the only person they brought back was Tim Zahn. And while his uh, Thrawn stuff is well well reviewed, I con- constantly see it compared to the uh, or- original Thrawn trilogy uh, as an inferior. Uh, there's not not been been many reviews uh, I've seen uh, p- people call the new Thrawn superior. It it is what it is. But but it's it's money on the t- table, Disney. Well, so. I don't disagree with you, but I don't think it will happen. No, anytime soon. But it should. <laughs> um, so that casting news is actually yeah. something we talked about last week. Yeah, it's, yeah. So this is obviously the Mina Masood uh, casting room for KRT. Um, they had said, um, you know, well, you know, go for the story again. There's an Ezra Thrawn story coming. We broke that first. KRT have since confirmed it and said it's actually moving on quite soon. And they also have a lead for who was going to be cast as Ezra. And it was Mina Masood. All sounds good. This week, Mina posted an Instagram post um, of him you know, body out, which a lot of actors do these days because they'll get fans at what you kind of go, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> of all Plus free, sexies free that just like to look at them. For studios, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, look, yeah. I yeah. can get shape. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, doesn't interest me, but hey, you know, each to their own. Um, but, you know, what he did do is he, he, I know, and this might just be the ultimate troll, but I, I don't think so, but he basically made a quote of something that Ezra had said in season two of Rebels when he was captured by Stormtroopers. So obviously everybody reacts to that, puts that together with the KRT story and, you know what I mean, and all the stuff about Ezra Thrawn. And it's confirmed, Mina Masood and Ezra Thrawn show. You know, well, it's Half-Life not. 3? But what? I think, oh, wait, you know, sorry. <laughs> you know, Mephisto is... Um, 
Mina Masood confirmed. <laughs> um, what, so, what 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 other conspiracy video? What what <laughs> other geek conspiracy? Half Half Life Three Three Mephisto still in <laughs> One Division. What what else? Um, Bio Bioshock Four. <laughs> oh yeah, that may actually be common, but that, okay. that's for another. I want chance. our um, moon, our fifties, sixties Cold yeah, War yeah. era moon base yeah. guys. Come yeah. on, that's it. That's the one. That's the one. And if they're, if they're, if they're not going to do that, they're missing a the trick. Oh. Anyway, um, people listen to this going, "This is not Star Wars." What are you two guys going on? But yeah, but we basically we think that this is evidence that is pointing towards that maybe he has actually agreed, and that's why he put the quote out as yeah, ETs, yeah. but nothing official will come out until clearly Disney decide that they want to say who's going to be playing Ezra Bridger, and they have to make sure you know that coincides with where Ezra Bridger's going to come back as well. You don't cast somebody for nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, he's either going to show up as a mystery character at some point, like he's going to appear as a as an epilogue at the end of Ahsoka or something, we're going to see him and Thrawn and we're all going to go, oh, that's Ezra Bridger. Or they're going to announce that he's been cast as Ezra Bridger in show A, B, C or D. It could be a number of shows. What is interesting at the moment, I guess, is that, you know, we're pretty close to Mando season three kicking off, aren't we? You know? Um, but we don't have an idea yet when Ahsoka shoots. So is this kind of long range casting from from you know Lucasfilm where they're saying right we're going to use Ezra at this point so we need to get an actor in or are they casting him at the moment because he's going to show up in something sooner rather than later and and they need the role cast because of that. I think we'll just have to wait and see on that. I don't think any of the they can tell us what the answer is. I know KRT indicated they think that we, we had no timeline when we first broke the kind of Ezra Throne news. And even the Boba Fett show and all that sort of stuff, our source didn't give us a timeline for this. It wasn't until the Disney Investor Day that we went, okay, check, 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 these are all coming. But then mm. we started to get an idea of when they might come. And even then, we, we just don't know when Ahsoka or Rangers of the New Republic are set to start filming or when they're due to release at all. All we know so far is, you know, Book of Boba Fett, Mando Season 3, obviously, and then the Obi-Wan Kenobi and the Andor shows, you know, they're all, they're you know, we know when they're coming or they're in production or mm-hmm. Mando Season 3 will be in production within a few weeks, if you like. Um, so... You know, the other two, we just don't know when they're coming. So if there is an Ezra Thrawn show around about the same time, it might be that they want to kind of reveal Ezra as a mystery character before they announce the Ezra Thrawn show or something. You know how they like to kind of do these kind of things sometimes. So that's why it's really hard to say where and when he's going to show up. I mean, as far as we know, he could show up in Mando Season 3 as a regular character for all we know at this point. I mean, that's how little we actually, you know... I know we you know, we get these leaks, but we don't get story-based leaks, you know? We don't have people that say, hey, do you want to know the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi? Hold on, I'll, yeah. I'll send you the script. You know, that just doesn't happen, right? So, you know, as we've said in previous podcasts, when, you, when we have sources that we know are legit, we still have to rely on it's up to them to decide what they can tell us safely, you know what I mean, without getting themselves yeah. into trouble. Um, so, you know, we don't just get all the details that we want. It's not as if we know some things that we're not allowed to publish, but we certainly don't know everything and we're, you know, we're just not telling people what's going on. It just doesn't work like that. 
So it's okay to sometimes say we just don't know. <laughs> and that's the truth here. We, we just don't know what's going on. But I think it seems likely that Mena Masood is probably going to be playing Ezra Bridger at some point in something. <laughs> if that makes sense. And that, that's as much as we can say, isn't it? I, I agree. Yeah, I think it's it's good, uh, good, good, good idea. And it, this is one of the... the tough tough spots right right now it's a uh, the disney next expo is ne- next year d23 expo will be in 22 because it was 2019 la- last time because mm. spider that was the the time we almost lost spider-man spider-man yeah yeah um which they had that memorial for for him outside the Anaheim Convention Center. How fucking awesome was that? That fuck you, Sony. He, uh, um, but but um, I I with 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 the most of the conventions either canceled or going digital again again yeah. this, this year. Uh, no no D twenty three. I wonder if we'll get another fall. Uh 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 uh. You know, end of quarter. Th- Three or or end of quarter four type, uh, um, investor day. Uh, well, I mean, I think at the moment, again. right? What I would say is, that all the studios at the moment, the presentation that's caused the biggest buzz was the Dis- Disney Investor Day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gave us so much to write about, you know. And then they can all go off Weeks. and do interviews with people and talk a little bit more about what they want to talk about and what they don't want to talk about, you know, and and it's like the cats out the bag with all these kind of leaks and everything like that. It was really, really good, and the fact that, you know, it made sense to put it all into one event rather than have... I mean, I know it's great, like, celebration, because you get the actual Star Wars fans there and you've got them all in their cosplays and, you know, and it's the same at Comic-Con and all that. There are all these different things that people can go to and they can't go to them all and, you know, maybe that's the one that they always attend each year. But when they're not on, actually, I think the Disney Investor Day is, is the best idea and if they are going to make announcements, I think, having another deal like that further mm. down the line uh, where they kind of update and a few things they want to makes absolute sense because, so- you know... Should, Everybody's should, there covering it. Should they, should they maintain it as Disney Investor Day thing, or For the should, moment. should they uh, make until they can D23 go back to what they... and just I... when it's uh, when it's uh, digital, it's digital. When it's in person, it's in per- person. Like maybe it's uh, in person every other year and digital digital in between that what i i, I, I think they need to go start going back to the yearly things because you know at the end of the day there's money to be made at a convention centers people oh, yeah. don't you know sit online and go eh, oh that was a really good presentation now i'm going to go and search on amazon and buy some star wars gear. an exclusive if you're at a, yeah yeah, yeah if you're at a convention <laughs> and you're seeing all these figures and cool stuff that you know is for sale you know that's just that's a kid in the candy store. Oh God, to, to yeah, yes. Do you know what I mean? It's hard not to spend your money. You know that that that's lost. What money? The, the digital stuff. <laughs> it's all um, gone after a convention. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I I just don't have a lot of disposable. Babe, cash, we got remember that we don't we don't get really conventions here. But I went to um one in in, in Scotland um a couple of years ago when my son he was desperate to go and there wasn't a lot of like. 
panels or things that really interested me. Um, but he just wanted to go cosplay and look at all the stuff. Do you know what I mean? That yeah, you could buy yeah, and all that sort of stuff. So I was kind of bored, but he loved artists, just looking through all the figures you could buy because he collects all the, you know, and all these kind of the different DC Star Wars figures, just whatever he's at. He's kind of, and I think he's too old to play with them now, but he's kind of turned into a, a just a collector of them, and he likes to have them and display them and all that sort of stuff you know mm-hmm. so um so it was it was like a gold mine to him um and and to me as well because i lost it all uh, but you know that was that was a you know you just you don't get that online so i think they need to get back to that as as soon as they can but i think at the moment well those things can't be done uh, safely because having that many people yeah. in the one place you know that that's next year no before bueno. we get those massive crowds again um so you know why not you know why not create a bit of buzz about your product at the end of the day yep and and disney should definitely look at at because d d23 i think has always been how far they want two years as well you know um i mean it could just be a smaller thing you know that was that was quite a lot of content that they were announcing on the Mm -hmm. disney investor day and you know, if we think we don't even have a timeline for some of the projects in terms of, you know, if we look at Marvel, they didn't go as far into the Disney Plus side as they did the, um, the movies side, um, yeah. and that's because I think there's a couple of surprises that they've got Disney Plus show yeah. Because for example, I think there's a Young Avengers show coming after Fox D- um, deal I think they're going to have an event Disney Plus show for Young Avengers rather than a movie. Um, that'll bring kind of, all these young characters together. Um, I agree. It's just a guess, but I've heard some rumours around, you know, a Young Avengers show for a while as well. I, you just don't yep. want to announce that. And I think, <clears> you know, possibly some like an Ezra Throne or whatever the kind of the culmination of what they're doing with the Mando versus, we don't know how f- close or far away that is yet. But it could just be another presentation to say, right. Mm-hmm. took you so far here's the next step when they're a bit more ready to announce it they've got the casts in place do you know what I mean everybody's you know signed up for it and they can get a yeah. bit of promotion about it's, it you know especially after the Obi, Obi-Wan script fiasco and stuff so it's 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 smart to 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 take take time and, and plan that's always been uh, one of our biggest com- complaints mm. story story wise for Disney and and franchise wise, it's like you guys. Not only did you not know, know what you wanted to do for your trilogy, but you don't you don't know what you want to do with your fr- franchise. That's not 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 the, the best way to run a bu- business. Uh, but they they seem well, to be maybe getting, maybe getting they better. do now. Yeah, maybe they yeah. do. They, they certainly do seem to have a plan now, which is is always good. You know, yep. you don't have and to plan ten years in advance necessarily. <laughs> Um, but you know, five years are what a five year plan, you know, and that's that's smart advice for Lucasfilm to always have a five year plan going forward as well. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely a few things we've to find out about that. So any yeah, final yeah. thoughts um this week, Kim? Uh no no, I, I'm da- down with the ca- casting. Uh Aladdin was okay. I hate musical so for me it was like watching scenes and, and clips not like uh um watching the whole thi- thing 
Oh, uh, Aladdin, you mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. I uh, haven't, I haven't watched it yet, actually. So I won't, I won't, I don't know what he's like as an actor. I haven't seen Aladdin. Yeah, so. hey, he was. My he daughter's was watched fi- it. Fine, I had no ish- issues with 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 him. I had no issues with anyone. I think, uh, 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 Naomi, um, uh, God, what is her last name? Name. I'm drawing a blank now. She played ja- Jasmine, oh. Pink Ranger, and Power Rangers. It could I, be Naomi Watts, Naomi Harris. This is just actresses. I'm thinking about that. I've got the name Naomi. It, so. Yeah, I know. No. Uh, Watts is the first first one that c- comes to mind because of the re- really good, good Naomi King Harris Kong as well ver- um, version. Um. Mm. Uh. Uh. Wait. What movie was I talking about? I s- before I said King Kong. Naomi. What? Where am I at? I'm you were, really... you were, uh, we were talking, you'd said Naomi Watts, and that's where you went to King Kong. But you were just saying basically, I know Naomi, somebody that was in Aladdin, I'm guessing. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, La- I don't Aladdin. know who it was because I've not seen it. IMDB. So. That's, that's what I was try- trying to think. Oh, my my God. Naomi Scott. There there we go. Naomi go. Scott. Scott. She is a very t- talented actress. Uh, uh, um, and I keep trying to get her somewhere in the the MCU. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but make, what, which, make what her role Sue would Storm. She be good for? I don't care. Sue her. Storm is. I li- literally she there as long as it's not she could have yeah, she could have been a good what's her name Jen, Naomi Scott. She could have been a good Jen 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 Walker uh, Jammer and I said almost said Cammer <laughs> Jammer and I both thought. Naomi Scott for uh She-Hulk would have been great. Um uh I I think as long as it's a as it's a just a well-written char- character she it, she could play almost anyone in the MCU. I just want to see her. Well, in could the, get her MCU. Into She's awesome. I mean there's you know there's not a lot of characters I could say, you know, she would fit that in Star Wars, but they're creating new characters for this kind of new canon, if you oh, like, yeah. all the time. She so definitely surely bring her to Star, Star Wars. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Just don't make her rate 2.0 or as 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 b- boring as J- Jen Urso. There's a balance there somewhere. Go talk to the Russo brothers about that balance. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, you guys, thanks so much for listening this this week and in, indulging in uh, uh, the uh, EU stuff. Oh, wait, Cam. Mm-hmm. Do you see the screen screen rant article from uh, a few days ago? I wondered. Oh. I wondered if you were going to bring this up. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's the- because no. We just, if, if, I mean, it's unlikely people for Screen Rant particularly want to listen to our podcast, but if you do, me and Kel would just like to say that we fundamentally disagree with your opinion. And basically that was that the, the Anakin and Obi-Wan percent. fight was good and garbage of the Sith. Hate it. You and I have debated this with Seth for years. Um, um, um Who does like it? And it's not a good fight, you know. And, and all we Dan- have to do to prove our point is post that gif of the two of them spinning their blades round behind their back where, you know, it just makes no sense in sword fighting. That was where they let... That was the fight where they let the choreographers go crazy and they just went, yeah, all of them doing this, oh, all of them doing that, that's cool. 
you know, and they just, they took it too far. And the amount of dialogue that's in it being, there's none, you know. And I remember Rick McCallum saying, you know, the the dialogue will cut as much as the blades do in this final fight, you know that? And then I watched it and I was like, you fucking lying toad, Rick McCallum. Um, I don't like that guy. Anyway, um, he was such a yes man, Lucas. But anyway, um, it was yeah, just, that's well, a lie because they hardly say, after they go, you know, I mean, you will try. Twirling they don't the think there's another word nothing. said between them until... God. The whole I have failed you, Anakin. That that whole bit, do you know what I mean? There's there's nothing, no dialogue in between that, and they just they take it too far. It's not exciting. People don't swirl lightsabers mm. around their back. It's dancing. It wasn't a fight. Actually, no one fight. thing about the sequel trilogy, the fights were all much better. The more like what I would expect a proper actual fight between two people. Um, you know. And we kind of you always forgive the Phantom Menace one a little bit because it was like just at the start and they hadn't pushed it just too far yet with the Phantom Menace. Mm-mm. Plus, these are characters that had nothing to say to each other. What's Darth Maul got to say to Qui-Gon Jinn or mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi? He doesn't fucking know them. Dooku was a different story and he talks quite a bit while he's fighting, but that's what was absent from the fight between Obi-Wan and, and Anakin. You know, they should have had bits where they just stopped fighting and spoke to each other. You know, yep. and it was a verbal confrontation, and then they get angry, and they go, you know, or Anakin gets angry, and it goes back to blades again, and you know, that, a that's, lot of ways you know, to do it. I dreamed it in my head for so many years what that, so that fight would years. be like, and it was just, it's not that, and this isn't, it's, oh, you just had bad expectations. It's not, you know, it's not the fact that it's just, it's a boring fight, you know, it's one of those fights where you just like, when something actually interesting yeah. going so, to happen here. So, ho, Mr. Her, sher, Sherlock, get a freaking clue, dude. That, that thing sucks, bro. Come on. Seriously. You got it. I mean, I got it. 77 lightsaber battles, not great. Empire Jedi, better, but... You know, oh, the pinnacle is, yeah, is episode explain. one. And then yeah. you guys went too far. And to call this choreography breathtaking, no. yeah, no. Uh, it took my, my, my breath away, hey, too, when I went, why, why am I watching Obi-Wan that's, that's Kenobi dance on screen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, even the Grievous and Obi-Wan fight was more interesting than the Anakin-Obi-Wan fight. The Dooku versus Anakin fight was far more interesting than the mm-hmm. Obi Wan versus Anakin fight. It's the least interesting lightsaber fight in Star Wars history. That's and it's supposed to be the most important one, other than you know, Luke Emperor Vader yeah. three way and at the end of Jedi. It's it's the most important one. Now, now you know, he, he notes one positive on here that I all almost agree with. But Battle of the he- Heroes is. One of John Williams's yes. greatest com- compositions. I agree. Uh, please, please remember when we, when we slag off the prequels. If John, Williams Johnny is Williams is ever listening, yes, <laughs> Mister Williams, sir, we don't mean you. No, you, uh, your scores are fantastic. Yeah, thanks very much for um, your contributions. And I I will say uh, that I I can I can honestly say that that I would rather listen to pieces from the PT 
than the ST many times. Yeah, but, and make up my own story in my yeah, head actually uh, as to what was going on with the music because the yeah, music's that, better that than is, what we got That is a great com- composition, and and the the music in my mind images is is much much better, Mister Mister Sherlock. So yeah, yeah, come c- c- come back when you can explain how. Twirling your lightsaber in Just the exact send him, same send his email address pattern. and send him that gif. Same thing. How that is su- supreme, breathtaking uh, choreography. Yeah, I challenge you. Anyways, guys, thank you so much uh, for li- listening to us this week uh um and 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 indulging that that little bit right right there or um tell us what you think about the stories in the comments below check out lrmonline.com every single day for all your entertainment news needs and opinions um the youtube channel subscribe lots of really awesome stuff we're doing live things there's a justice league uh, review up on there now, now uh, that we did live last night night and then um, uh, the the pod- podcast channel wherever you get your podcast from Apple Spotify the whole nine uh, yeah like share subscribe anime Star Wars LR mornings uh, Mar- Marvel breaking geeks so, so, so much content just get there cam where, where can people find you online? Um, you can find me at um, L- I couldn't remember the but I- back to the old days at LRM underscore cam. Um, you can find me on Twitter. So yeah, just hit us up with as spell as if there's anything you want us to talk about on this show. Um, you know, topics you want to see us kind of explore, and you know, well, Star Wars related. We're always happy to jump in. Absolutely. You guys find me at the at Kyle. Excuse me. At- at that Kyle Malone on Twitter, at that one Kyle Malone on Instagram, that's the number one. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. May the force be with you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.